0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the forty eighth state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy
1: Happy, happy, happy Thursday! Sports of the Amazing Program is brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing Electrical. Two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award.
2: All right, coming up in about five minutes, we're going to get back to Brittany Griner on her way home. The Phoenix Mercury star. We already spoken with Charles Barkley. He's given us you know his take uh, on the on the situation. We had to give up a really bad guy. Uh, he is uh, nicknamed the Merchant of Death, Victor Boot. He's an arms dealer, and he's heading back uh to russia where he's there he's landed okay our last guest says putin may make this guy just uh, an an absolute hero oh no doubt about uh and say look look what i got i got i got one of the worst guys on the planet back and and you know i i I took biden to town on it so we're gonna get to to all that but Brittany Griner is free on the way back to the u.s that's in five minutes you know uh, today we got the uh, covid report card how did america do I didn't know they were coming out with the report card. I I didn't know we were going to be
1: graded on this, because I don't know if you're aware of this. My (laughs) grades were not solid. Uh,
2: I don't uh, don't know if anybody did well. Uh, How did America do? Joining us now, ABC News, Andy Field. Andy, how did America do?
3: You're not going to be surprised that we got an F. Ah! Um, Wow. Yeah, not not good. Uh, And it's also no surprise that this Democratic uh, uh, majority report uh, says that the Trump administration blew the response. Uh, But it it also points to all parts of government, including the CDC, which issued its own scathing report on itself several months ago, uh, saying that the planning was bad, that their uh, rush to get early COVID tests uh, failed, and that tens of thousands of people infected others without even knowing it because we didn't have adequate tests at the beginning of this. Uh, But it also uh, points specifically to President Trump and his his, uh, agencies, basically downplaying the pandemic from the very beginning mostly to benefit himself uh he was worried that it was going to hurt his reelection campaign and it may have uh so he kept downplaying and saying we have to open things uh the report says that uh, tens of thousands of people's lives may have been saved had the government response been different but here's the worst part of it we don't seem to have learned we we don't the country doesn't have seemed to have learned anything from this, And they point to Hurricane Katrina, where we were once again woefully unprepared for the magnitude of that storm, of getting people in the right places, and how to recover, and lots of people died there as well. And uh, the pain and suffering lasted far longer than it should have, had government said, hey, we're going to have these kind of things in place, we're going to make sure we shore up the levees. All the things that you needed to do weren't done and subsequently haven't been done in the future. And the same thing is happening with the with COVID response as we see more and more variants coming out and people becoming complacent and saying, well, you know, I don't really need that booster. I don't need the mask
1: anymore. And they're warning that this could very easily happen again. <sighs> Which is scary, especially because you never know uh, as people advance in the technology world and science world and like to play around with stuff, this could easily happen again. All right, so uh, who did do well? Did anybody do well? at all because i think when we look around the world we kind of all ended up basically in the same place well the, certainly the researchers who
3: came up with this are um, the the new uh, vaccines the R, uh, R, R, R-M-N-A. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mrna again. i can't remember the
3: exact the, the title of it but no, i got these, four of them and i don't remember viruses, what they are uh, uh, <laughs> the, thank you <laughs> the uh, the vaccines that they came up with Uh, In in pretty short order, and that's a large part because that research had already been done by the drug companies, not the government, by the drug companies, uh, before this ever hit. And they really did have a vaccine literally within days of us acknowledging that uh, this had happened. It just took a long time to test it to make sure that people wouldn't die from the vaccine, which is why it took almost eight or nine months before we all started getting vaccinated. But that was pretty miraculous. Those folks did an amazing job, and they continue to do that. Uh, But it requires money. It requires funding. One other thing the recommendation is, and this is something that the Obama administration had put in place, to have scientists around the world with these early warning centers. So we actually had scientists in Wuhan and other places in China that the uh, Trump administration said, we're not going to spend money on that anymore back in 2019. It turned out to be a bad decision because that would have given us weeks, if not months, more of warning
2: that some of this was coming. All right. Andy Field, ABC News. Thanks for uh, the update. Appreciate it. Thanks. So the COVID report is in. America gets an F.
1: I think if, uh, look, China, let's not forget that China told everybody they knew how bad this was. And she told everybody, "No, it's not that bad. You can let everybody fly to your countries. No. Don't." Cl-. And when Trump wanted to say we we're going to stop this, he was a racist. Well, it got out to the entire world, and they were lying to us the entire time. Plus, we played a role in some way, shape, or form with whatever was going on in that.
2: You know, I know it just came naturally. <laughs> but we played a role with what happened in the lab. Yeah, because how we, did we play a role?
1: Because we, well, you know, we and and the National Institute of Health was handing out money to groups who then would take some of that money and put it in a lot of these places. And in doing so, you know, uh, I bet you could we could trace dollars back here and we probably will. Yeah, Um, I'm not surprised we got an F. I think I think we deserve
2: an F. Let's start with Trump. Was Andy Field right? Uh, He downplayed covid to benefit himself. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think Trump cared about anybody. I think he cared about himself. Um, But in saying that, let's also make sure that we give former president credit uh, for getting that vaccine out. And that may have been the best thing that he ever yeah. did in office. And let's, so that let's was also
1: big. do this, too, as we're, you know, banging on Trump and his wackiness. At the same time, he also said when it came to kids and school and living, the disease cannot be, uh, you know, the cure can't be worse than the disease. And I think we're finding out as we're getting those things in from how bad the kids' brains are and how they aged faster to a bunch of other things, like how far it put us back. Mm-hmm. That was also not a good thing. No. Uh, nobody did well. But that- he also wanted to inject
2: us with bleach and disinfectant it. He actually said that. He said the words, you know, the UV light. He wanted to put that inside of our bodies to kill the COVID. So we had a leader that was a total zero when it came to COVID other than getting the vaccine. Well, let's move on from that. The CDC was probably worse. Yeah. The CDC was probably worse. I'll give you an example. The beginning of this whole thing, you know, remember the remember the, uh, the one cruise ship that got it first and oh, it was God, all locked yeah. down? Well, the CDC put everybody on a plane to everywhere Around the world. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They all had COVID and they didn't wear a mask. They weren't quarantined. The CDC gave them a plane ticket and said, go ahead home. Do you have any any, any idea how many people... Uh, they, they infected. And mm. that is absolutely on the CDC. I'll go one step further. Every time you and I talked about the CDC and something they were going to do to hopefully you know, help the situation, 24 hours later, they they totally pulled it back.
1: Yeah, to, or, or, or within minutes, right? right. Or within minutes. You they, know, she would come out and say something and 30 minutes later I'd go, no, that's not true. I'm right. Not so
2: we would tell you, here's what the CDC is saying you need to do. And then sometimes a half an hour later, we'd say, we're sorry. The CDC has now gone back back on that yeah and you know it was a disaster from the very the people of america you know what we didn't do a very good job either no 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 one did a good job not mm. anybody not one thing it's, it's it's very it, to me at this day it's still very disappointing it was yeah and but we deserve know. an f and yeah. we deserve an f And you know what this thing's gonna happen again it's gonna happen again and you know what hopefully it don't blow it like an f Nah. Because the Chinese, you think they, you don't think they're going to put out another disease, possibly? Oh, absolutely. That thing was made in a lab, if you ask me. Yeah. I think it was made in a yeah. lab.
1: We can ask, the, and that was the other thing. I mean, the misinformation, disinformation, the oh. you can't talk about something because it's bad. I mean, all of that stuff played into it. Yeah. And we weren't very transparent in a lot of the things we did. And it got political. And once that happens, it man, ugly. it goes to hell in a handbasket. It
2: was ugly. Ugly. It was a horrific year. Horrific year. Okay. cabinet. So, we got an F uh, on the COVID report card. Let's get back to the big story. Uh, Brittany Griner. She's been released from Russia. Mixed emotions. Well, why are there mixed emotions? This should be a great day, right? Because you and I have said it. We're happy that she's released. But did we give up the boogeyman? Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. I think so. All right. We'll talk about it next on the Gatos and Chad show.
0: The Gato's Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers.
2: All right, the Big Q is on Brittany Griner. Uh, Phoenix Mercury star Brittany Griner has been freed in a prisoner swap with Russia. I think, A, this is amazing news, thank God. Yeah. B, uh, Biden traded a guy called the Merchant of Death. He is too dangerous to give to Russia. Yep. Yep. So it's like yes on both of them, right? And then uh, see, Marine veteran uh, Paul Whelan has been in Russian custody
1: for four years. Why wasn't he part of the deal? That's yeah. a that's a good question. Yep. And obviously, you know the. The, the chaos that, that that's around him and the lies and, you know, I mean, uh, was he a secret agent and these kind of things? Ah, just, ah, no. Here's what I'm getting overwhelmingly from not only this poll, but
2: we also put this on our Facebook fan page. Um, people wanted Waylon released. Guy's yeah. a military guy. He's been there a long time. Uh, and, you know, you serve your country. You want your country to get you out. And they tried. They have been trying to get him out. Um, he's just, got
1: six. I think he was sentenced to nineteen years, sixteen or nineteen years. Yeah, uh, for espionage.
2: So if you look at the poll, seventy-three percent. Whalen has been there for four years. Why wasn't he part of the deal? Seventy-three percent. It's overwhelming here at KTAR.com and really on our Facebook fan page too. And I get it. It is a bittersweet deal. There's it no is. question
1: about it. And I think the worry is is that it's. Uh, uh, he's going to be completely forgotten now. I don't think so. Uh, Uh, Now, why do you
2: say that? Because because
1: he's gotten more more attention because of her. But the reality is, is the vast majority of people, I don't know if they're going to be paying as much attention because we, you know us, man, we got a short attention span in this country. We're a TikTok society anymore. And once this kind of quiets down to the background, it's going to go and people get on with their lives and outside of of her family and every once in a while, maybe interviewing a few people. It'll be, I think, quiet. I don't think so. I disagree. Listen to
2: what uh, the wife of Brittany Griner said today.
0: Thank you, everybody, for your support. Um, and today is just a happy day for me and my family. So um, I'm going to smile right now.
2: <laughs> uh, let me wow, get you. That's, that's great. I, I get you the wrong clip. Uh, this is the clip I wanted to play. My apologies.
0: BG and I will remain committed to the work of getting every American home, including Paul, whose family is in our hearts today.
2: OK, so so let's discuss that. Because you say it's bad for Paul Whalen. Maybe it's good because now you've got a celebrity like Brittany Griner who is there for 10 months. She and her wife may take this up and this may be their thing. And this, Maybe
1: that would keep her, that would keep him, you know, somewhat in in the media's uh, purview, at least for a little while. But, you know, the longer it goes, the quieter it gets.
2: But they could be an advocate for families who have loved ones who are being held captive. If yeah, they have a voice.
1: And let's and here's the funny thing. Let's let's be real. Uh. This, uh, he was convicted four years ago. Who are you talking about? Uh, Paul Whelan, you know, and this was not like a big political thing, even though they're kind of all political. At the same time, she did something in their country that was a crime. It was illegal. And, you know, like the CIA, the, uh, you know, like every a spy organization in the world has come out and said, Nobody would hire a guy like Paul Whelan, not because he's a bad guy. That's just not the person they would be looking at if they were looking at hiring somebody. Uh, you know, they feel it's all a bunch of baloney as well. And they thought it was his brother at first. And it, it, it was like all of it was horrible. But, you know, for her, again, it's a great day. She's coming home. You know, everybody can cheer that on. That's a wonderful thing. No American should be held. As, you know, she broke the law, but that was a ridiculous sentence. We can all realize that. Nine years is ridiculous. But it is. I do wonder if he's just gonna. It's slowly gonna, surely fade away. Let's hope not. Let's
2: hope not. Uh, we shouldn't let that happen. I got to tell you, I don't know how we're gonna ever get that guy out. I mean, if you had this chip, right, that we had in the Merchant of Death,
1: Brad Garrett kind of threw it out there. Well, you never know who else we might have or might pick up okay. soon. Well, and that might be the thing. Are we looking for somebody extra? We need another.
2: Or, we need another bargaining chip.
1: Or do we have somebody right now? that they don't know we have, and we could say, uh, you know this character? You want him back? Yeah. Get our guy out. Last thing
2: real quick. You said that we might not talk about Paul Whalen anymore. Yeah. Dude, Biden's got to get this guy out now. Yeah, he does. I mean, this is, he's got got two years to get this guy out.
1: Biden's got to get this guy out, and Biden has to pray every night that this Victor Vought guy does not end up in a position where he goes and does something that we can trace back to him, that hundreds of Ukrainians or American soldiers or something like that is killed and yep. it all leads back to him. Yep. That ain't going to look either. Nope. Nope.
2: All right. We'll continue on uh, with the Brittany Griner breaking story. Uh, so far we've talked to Charles Barkley. You hear a little bit of that uh, in, a, in a bit. Uh, let's see. Coming up next, Becky Lynch. She's got the news. We're going to interrupt, react to the day's top stories at 3.30. Uh, 30. We like to call this holding up the headlines. And what are you going to be? Snide? What'd you say? Snark. Snark. Next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic now yeah. It's 3.30 on a very busy day. It is time for us to hold up the headlines. With those headlines, here's Becky Lane.
0: Former Phoenix Suns player in basketball, Hall of Famer Charles Barkley says he's glad Phoenix Mercury star Brittany Griner was released from a Russian prison today. Barkley told the Gatos and Chad show while he's happy that she's coming home, he doesn't think the U.S. should have released Russian arms
3: dealer Victor Boot. And first of all, that's not a fair swap. An arms dealer for basically some type of hash all, that's the deal that was made.
0: Barkley also added it's unfortunate U.S. Marine Paul Whalen wasn't involved in the prisoner swap.
3: Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories.
2: I don't know how else to feel about this. I'm just yeah. I'm, I, I'm so glad that she's out because what what uh, the horrors that she probably went through. I'm so glad that she's out. But the other thing is, boy, we just put a monster back on the street and yeah. Russia is in a war right now. And, I, you know, I'm not going to say this guy could turn the war back towards, you know, r- advantage Russia. Uh, but the guy that we gave up, Victor Boot, the merchant of death, is one of the most you know disgusting individuals on the planet.
1: Uh, it is. I, I said it today. Brad Garrett said it. And we're going to talk later on to our military analyst we have on, uh, Mike Lyons, uh, and ask him about it. I don't know if I would have done the deal. and uh, But you got to make these kind of decisions. You don't want to leave anybody there. But he is an awful person. And there's a reason they wanted him back besides pumping it up, making America look bad. He has... Reaches that other people don't have, even being gone for as long as he has. There's no doubt about his reach and what he could do, including the fact that he knows lots of soldiers of war that he can help in a desperation that they have right now, getting their butts kicked.
2: And he could hire them to go into Ukraine. Yeah. All right. We're holding up the headlines.
0: ASU professor of political science and global studies, Daniel Rothenberg, explains what made negotiating Griner's release even more difficult.
4: Russia's aggressive war against Ukraine and then, of course, the U.S. support for the ukrainian government in that conflict obviously it created a situation of enormous complexity and difficulty
0: he believes it's likely we'll soon learn more about the conditions Griner faced while she was in russian custody
4: well think about it
2: just from this standpoint um she's a, a wnba player she's are, do we know how tall she is six nine okay, six, six eleven she's, she's quite tall just remember you know in a russian prison for nine months that is a a space that is very small She's very tall. You think they had a bed that fit her? No. How uncomfortable do you think? Do you think think they cared? No, of course not. But I'm just saying, you know, she was physically uncomfortable. No question about it. In a very, very tight space. And I think we even heard there were a couple other people that were in in that very small cell. So you've got, you know, basically, you know, six, six foot eight, six foot nine. Boy, Life is is tough for you when you're not in a prison cell. Yeah,
1: yeah. And she was, you know, in a position where she's an athlete. She's not working out. She probably has no, the food must be just awful. Right. Uh, Not, you know, the psychological warfare that is going to be talked about here, uh, because there will be psychological war. The things they tried to put her through. She's not like Victor Boot, who, by the way, they said they kept in solitary confinement and... They not they, He never mentioned anything, No, never gave anybody up because he was trained for that. She wasn't. Right, right. Good point. Holding up the headlines.
0: Following Greiner's release, the Women's National Basketball Association now is breaking down the next steps for the star. WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert told reporters she knew the U.S. was close to a deal with Russia, but was overwhelmed with emotion when she heard it was official. I'd love to call her. I'd love to see her. We're going to give her the appropriate space and time for that and then follow what, what Brittany and her family want to do about engaging with the WNBA and our players. Engelbert said Greiner will go through a medical evaluation in Texas and urged everyone to give her and her family the space they need to heal. Taylor Tassler, KTAR News. Yeah,
2: she's never going to be the same again. No. You know, you can't, you can't go to a jail in a different country for nine months, ten months, and get out and everything is okay. She is. A, she's going to be a different person for maybe forever uh, because of what she went through. It, it, it was solitary confinement. Was it, did they beat her? I, I don't know. Yeah.
1: And, 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 you know, it's funny. And again, just like we were talking about the Victor Bauke, I bet you that guy's by tomorrow, he's having dinner with people within a week if he wants to. He can be out doing whatever the heck he wants because that's a guy who is trained in stuff like this. This is a woman who was trained to play basketball. This is a woman who is an athlete yeah. who is not in a position where she was taken off in shackles. And yeah. Uh, forced to do things that she never once ever thought she'd be doing. We're holding up the headlines. <laughs>
0: Super Bowl, a little more than two months away. Safety preparations are picking up for the big event. Today, a multitude of local and federal agencies took part in some situational exercises. KTAR's Colton Krolak has more details live in the
1: newsroom. Thanks, Becky. More than 40 agencies gathered in a closed-door meeting at State Farm Stadium today, all in an effort to make sure the Super Bowl is as safe as possible. Kathy Lanier, Chief Security Officer for the NFL, says the tabletop exercise will make sure agencies know how to work together.
0: When you bring that many different disciplines and that many different agencies all together for a single plan communications is so critical understanding terminology understanding each other's plans how each individual agency's plans impacts another agency's plans
1: she says safety officials will be going through specific what-if scenarios to prepare for whatever is thrown their way the game is on february 12th live in the news center colton krolak ktar news
0: and we have lots more stories on the big game at ktar.com slash Super Bowl.
2: There's a lot going on. You got, uh, you know, uh, this is a this is a, a time when a terrorist could attack. Yeah, when a, a lone gunman could attack. I mean, this, you know, the Super Bowl is. Y- y- you've got uh, uh, the FBI. You've got the C- the CIA. You got everybody. I mean, there are, there are choppers overhead. There are people on the ground, plain clothes. There are other people on the ground that's showing you that they're military. Uh, you got to lock that thing down, and it takes uh, it takes a lot of law enforcement. Here's
1: the issue. We are not good with departments working with other departments, no, and that was a big been. issue. They showed that in 9-11, yep. where everybody had a piece of a puzzle, but nobody would ever share with anybody. Hopefully, we've gotten past that.
2: Yeah, we've locked this stuff down. We've had Super Bowls here before. We know what we're doing, uh, and it should be very safe. We're holding up the headlines.
0: May not last forever, but Americans, on average, are paying less for gas than they were one year ago.
2: It's an important benchmark, if only a psychological one. The national average for a gallon of regular unleaded gas is now 3.32, according to data updated overnight by AAA. That's two cents lower than on this date in 2021. But there are signs that the downward trend will end in a few weeks. OPEC+, a block of 23 oil-rich nations, has cut its output by about 2 million barrels a day, which could start to put upward pressure on gasoline. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'll on top die. of that, we're starting we're gonna now the all of the sanctions for oil and the in the energy market is in full effect. It wasn't up until this past week, and now it is in Europe, meaning they've capped what people can buy Russian oil from, which is sixty bucks. Wow. So uh and oil on the open market's worth a lot more than that. So it's take it or leave it. And uh I have a feeling that's going to put pressure. And if China opens up, as they're saying they might do, that will also increase uh pressure on price. So right now it's I think the valley average is around three eighty. I paid three nineteen this morning.
2: You paid three nineteen. I did. Well you live in the middle of nowhere.
1: Well I do. That's part of the fun.
2: That's that is true. But
0: focus on the good news. For a while we have it, you're oh, yeah. paying less yes. for gas now than you were a year ago. Hey. On the average.
2: All right. Becky Lynn, every day at 3.30, we hold up Becky Lynn's headlines. called Holding Up the Headlines, where she reads the news. And uh, Chad, you and I interrupt.
1: little smart. A little, little snark. A little snark.
2: No doubt about it. All right. Uh, in about 20 minutes, you're going to hear from Charles Barkley. What does he think of Brittany Griner heading back to the United States? Um, but also up next, yesterday, we, we spoke to an Arizona border sheriff. Uh, he told us there are no problems at the border at all, at all. Uh, we're going to play you a little of that. Uh, what is the matter with this man? this uh, it, I don't know if he needs glasses. I don't know what he's seeing, but he says that everything's fine. Uh, you'll hear that coming up next.
4: Arizona's
2: news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
0: This is the Gatos and Chad Show.
1: Ah, yes, it is the Gatos and Chad Show. And I want to remind you guys a little something, something. You know. Remarkable teacher, deserving of $2,500. Tax teacher to 411923. Nominated teacher day, pay tribute to a teacher. That's teacher to 411923. It's pay tribute to a teacher, presented by your Valley Toyota dealer.
2: All right, we're going to get back to the Brittany Griner story. She's heading back home to the United States. Uh, in about 15 minutes, uh, you'll hear from Charles Barkley. We spoke to him a little earlier today. He had a couple of really interesting things to say about this. I don't know if you know, he's pretty outspoken. I've heard. Pretty outspoken. Uh, and does he believe that this deal should have been made? Sir Charles coming up in about 15 minutes. All right. If you were here yesterday, I don't know. Did you hear the interview with one of the Arizona border sheriffs that we put on?
1: Is that the one where we were accused of slandering him? I I don't know. Were we accused? Uh, wise man. Were we not accused of uh, saying something bad? No, I uh, thought so. I, I talked about him on my national show today.
2: Sheriff David Hathaway. All right. Well, I don't know. We just did an interview. Uh, here's what he told us about the border. Okay. So this is uh, Sheriff David Hathaway.
4: I get right along news crews all the time saying, Sheriff, take me to the spot on the border where the invasion is coming in. And I say, I can take you to the border where there's no fence, but all you're going to hear is the birds chirping and the wind blowing.
1: Yeah, because nothing happens. Remember that. I went down to Yuma with uh, Andy Biggs where he lost his mind, and Matt Getz was there, and he was wacky. Uh, We had people trying to surrender to us. Mm. Are the people in Yuma... Well, oh, this is the Santa Cruz
2: County Sheriff,
1: right? I know, but are the people in Yuma just seeing something completely different? Is he such a great sheriff as to say nothing happens? or are afraid... Of him?
2: I, uh, I, I don't know. I was taken aback by it because it sounds like he's more of an activist than a sheriff.
1: Well, especially after he talked about Tiananmen Square and the great protesters that are protecting, uh, was it Cochise County?
2: Well, he, you know, Ducey's trying to put, the reason we put him on is he doesn't like Ducey's great, the Great Wall of Ducey, as I like to call it. He doesn't like the shipping containers. <laughs> so, you know, he told us that
4: there were protests going on and uh, the protests apparently, what did he say? The protests have been successful. They, have for four days, kept the construction from happening. They're working in shifts. They're a com- combination of human rights act- activists and conservation activists. The crews are no longer working in the day. They tried to come in last night at two in the morning, and then the uh, the protesters uh, did. It's like a tenement square type thing. They faced off with these large earth moving equipment that's digging up the, uh, the area along the border to create flat spots for the shipping containers
2: easy e- easy on that i mean really yeah Here's the, ridic- re- here's the most ridiculous. You uh, thought that was here's the most ridiculous
4: clip. There's this thing called gotaways where they've put these motion-activated game cameras along the border, and anytime a jackrabbit or a moth goes in front of that camera, they count it as a statistic. Oh come it's on! It's a political football. It's come a on. political thing. It's a political agenda that people have.
2: Never talked to him before. Uh, we put him on yesterday, and again, the reason he doesn't like Ducey shipping containers, and he said he's going to arrest anybody that comes, you know, near
1: his town if they
2: to want. Because they're not
1: quite to- in his county yet right not a few quite, miles away six,
2: six miles but as the interview went he just got more uh, uh-uh. uh i mean really a moth goes in front of a camera and you think they're counting that as a migrant who snuck in the country i love That's
1: what he i love when he said uh no i'm for uh uh you know like reagan let's knock these walls down let's not have walls and i'm like yeah but reagan didn't want illegal immigration Reagan was, we have to have laws. And he's like, no, no, because remember, walls also keep people in, in a tyrannical government. Oh, please. Good God. Yeah, I, he was
2: off the wall, man. As he opposed
1: was... to the guy the day before, Sheriff Wilmot, who was pretty much as casual as can be. And Yuma County Sheriff. Straight answers. And he and, and, and Doug Nichols, the Yuma County mayor, both said the same thing. It's about $20 million just right there through medical mm. at the hospital that it's costing them a year with illegal immigration.
2: Yeah. He says when he walks at the border, he hears birds chirping and the wind blowing. And that's about it. <laughs> I and, think we should go down there and do a show from there. I, I just thought it was odd. I thought that the guy was... was I, I, I think he's lying, to be honest with you. I think I think he knows that the border's a mess. He just doesn't like the shipping containers. That's fine.
1: Not everybody likes the shipping well, containers. But they, he doesn't have any shipping containers.
2: But he says nothing is going on on the border there.
1: Everything That's, is fine. No one's ever snuck over. It, it, it's like what he was trying to say. And more Americans are going to Mexico and fleeing the United States than people coming here. Forget about that, too. All right. He was fun. Coming up next. No! Brittany Griner
2: headed back to the United States. No way. Charles Barkley weighs in on the situation. You're going to hear him with us next.